welcome in fresh takes Russo and Felice. I am Paul Russo. Next to me, and I'm Nick Felice. Okay, jumped right ahead. Trying to, you know, trying to do something different this episode. I don't blame you. <laughs> All right, uh, plenty to get through today. Uh, bit of a packed, um, packed show. NFL. College football, we officially know where the playoffs stand, bowl schedule, all that fun stuff. Um, MLB Hot Stove at the winter meetings is completely is taken over. And the week has settled now. Recap the Mass Singer. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the show. Uh, got some good topics today. So uh, buckle up and uh, let's, let's go. Yeah, let's jump right in. NFL Week 13. And as much as we were dunking on our soccer brothers and sisters we did have a tie and of course it was between our two teams the giants and washington um 20 to 20 what'd you think that damn win man (laughs) five yards short that was that was straight as a you know that was going in for graham gano but uh were you were you thinking it was gonna go in (sighs) part of me kind of thought it was but then i i don't know if it was truly halfway through the flight of the ball but like i definitely was just like oh that's short yeah so um it was interesting it was tough i kind of kind of figured at least one of the teams would have taken a fourth down shot there in overtime just to kind of see what would happen but neither neither team did both our predictions are were false as well it's true <laughs> that is factually correct i'd say so um yeah i it was weird i mean Washington jumps out early. Giants kind of come thundering back in a way. Um, you know, both these teams are are still punching above their weight class a little bit, I'd say, overall. Are you a believer in Taylor Heineke yet? Look at those numbers Gosh. right there, man. Yeah, so 27 game. for 41, two, 275 and two touchdowns. It's a great game. It's not bad. For our starting quarterback. Yeah. There you go. Now you're, now you're doing it. Um <laughs> You know, your other favorite team, Nick, the Detroit Lions. It was my other favorite team. It's your favorite team now, your other favorite <laughs> team. is. I think it's fair to have this discussion. Is Goff better than Stafford? Uh, Stafford right now, currently? Well, let me rephrase <laughs> this. Who's who's won the trade so far? Uh, clearly the Rams. They just won the Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> okay. But they mortgaged off everything for the future-wise. Yeah, here. I mean – because I can tell you who I think I'd rather be right now. Was that now. a real question, Paul? Yes. Because I can tell you who I'd rather be right now. In this present moment. Uh, you are the only person in America that feels that way. Why I bet you, you I'm not. Right I bet now. you I'm not. I'm not saying I'd rather be Jared Goff. I'd rather be on the Lions or rooting for the Lions than the Rams. Why? What do you mean, why? They just won the Super Bowl. In this present the moment, still under the, 500. don't you see the record? In this present moment, I'd rather be okay. on the Detroit side of things. Sure. The well, future. If you want to talk, if if you want to talk about right now, you want to see the Rams' record right now because it's worse than the Lions. Yeah, I get that. I get they're 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 better by two whole games. <laughs> but if uh, I got to win a two Super whole games and, and a much wider gap, year, that's fine. Winning a Super Bowl is worth it. Being negative yeah. for one season because your quarterback's hurt. I mean, it's only gonna get worse for him. All I right. think Donald's gone. I get what Paul's saying. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll circle back to that in a minute. <laughs> I get what Paul's saying. I mean, for next year's season, 
sure the Lions probably got a better chance than the Rams right now. But as of right now, I'd rather be the Rams because they just won the Super Bowl and the Lions are still the Lions. So, yeah. I mean, they are only – how many games back are they? Like a game and a half of Washington for the final playoff yeah, spot? Yeah, sp- Seattle, I think, jumped in. Technically now. speaking. So, I mean, who knows? But, you know, what was the point of this again? Uh, <laughs> golf golf going off. Golf had himself golf, yeah. a career game, 31 of 41, 340 and two touchdowns. So, let's keep in mind, Jared Goff led a team to the Super Bowl before. Right, right. The Rams. Mm-hmm. We, we kind of forget that the Rams, I mean, that Super Bowl was so bad. Well, what was it, 10-3, to 3, the Patriots beat the yeah. Rams that year. It was so bad that we forgot about it. And Jared Goff was the quarterback of that team. So True. He's been to a Super Bowl. He knows what it takes to win. So, you know, it is probably his best game of his career, maybe. I have to go back. I mean, I, th- I think he's had better games than that. Oh, he's definitely had better games than just two touchdowns. But, okay. Um, I'm talking collectively, though. I mean, he that's it's pretty good. He did it against the Jaguars. <laughs> uh, Jaguars yeah. team that you know people have been hyping up. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> Who's the pe- hyping up the, the Jaguars? Pe- the people. Yeah, the same people that think the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl <laughs> and get Odell Beckham Jr. So, wow. um, I don't think anybody's going to Odell at this point. No, that's his injury's not yeah. not healed. Let's uh let's move on. The Eagles dominate the Titans. You know, I think um that was uh, if there are any true naysayers about their season so far. That was the AJ Brown. Yeah, revenge game and a half. <laughs> um, what do you guys make of them firing their GM, the Titans? I, I mean that that game was the reason. First place right. in their division. Well, I mean, you trade away A.J. Brown for it's just, pennies on the dollar. I mean, the Titans have been – they've built this team for, like, what has it been, three, four years now? More than that. And they just – they made the AFC Championship game that one year. They really just haven't gotten any better. They're right. a, they're definitely a playoff team. They're lucky they play in a weak division. Um, but they just they, – they're not – like, once again, yeah, maybe a first-round exit. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, maybe the second round. Right. They're they're not built to make a deep run in this year's playoffs, right. but they're going to be there. Um, so I just they're not they haven't gotten any better. No. So I I agree with the the firing of them. Broncos country, let's sigh. They're Lost terrible. ten to nine to the Ravens. Lamarless Ravens looking like for probably at least a week, potentially about a month. It's interesting for a team that's uh, fighting for the for the one seed in the uh, or not one seed the top you know division placement in the north. Um, it's it's tough because Tyler Huntley has obviously one great drive, but other than that, didn't look great by any means. Well, he threw the ball just as good as Lamar. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's a uh, that's a hot take. Didn't he lead him to a game-winning drive? Didn't he lead him? I did there? say he had one great drive. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, we hyped up Tom Brady on uh, Tuesday morning. And mm. They look terrible. Um, so, this Broncos defense, man, they need to they need to call it a season because they're just not getting any love. No. No love this year. That that team has put in so much work on the defensive side of the ball. But Mr. Uh, Russell Wilson and his offense just cannot help him. I mean, 
they would have such a great record if they just put up 20 points. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. So, Joe Burrow remains um I, is it undefeated against the Chiefs? Something nuts like that. I know they've won 3 straight. Right. It could be undefeated. Um it's the regular season. Eh, but he did do in the AFC Championship yeah. game last. I mean, year. that's the that's, point, That's you know? right. That's right. Um so yeah, I mean, so it's a big deal. I think the Bengals, I think people like I don't know if people. Let's talk about these these people again. Uh, who, who are they, by the way? Uh, some people might have wrote them off a little bit early on in the year. Whether they were 0-2 or something like that. Um, but no, Jamar Chase is back. Um, T. Higgins proved that he could be a definite number two. Could potentially be a number one for someone else. So, right. Um, no, they're good. They're one of the big threats. You know, it sucks for the Bills, you know. They have this great team this year, even though losing Von Miller what was it yesterday. Yeah, that was some tough news for him, but it's going to be a tough race. Mm-hmm. The Bills are still there, even without Von Miller. And you got the Chiefs, you got the Bengals, you got the Ravens. There's just there's no room for the Titans. I see a first round <laughs> exit for the Titans. It's just the AFC is so tough at the top, yeah. and it's going to be it's going to be a great race to see who is going to come out of this conference. Let's uh let's make our Week 14 picks. Um, Scroll the bomb here quick. Five, is this the final week of buys, I believe? Yes. So And there's six, six teams. Kind of a last-second mini buy-mageddon for fantasy owners. Yeah, I mean, week 14 is usually the regular season finale for most leagues, and yeah. that sucks. Six buys. Falcons, Bears, Packers, Colts, Saints, and the Commanders out of buy this week. Wow. No Jonathan Taylor for some people. Yeah, <laughs> they haven't had him all year anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's come on a little bit. I'd like to say I did predict. I want to rewind the tape. Yeah, you did. That I, I, I did you call it. I did call. I would not. I didn't think John Taylor was a smart number one pick. But you also said McCaffrey wasn't going to be great this year. And I mean, it's hard to. I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't been injured yet. Yeah, no, it's, it's coming. Still, it's still coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thursday Night Football tonight, this is where we can jump into somebody you mentioned earlier, Earlier, the Raiders at the Rams, uh, 8-15 on Prime Video. i got to get an update on Raiders you. are a touchdown favorite, by I the way. i got to get an update on you. Sure. Do you still think Devontae Adams isn't a number one receiver? Correct. <laughs> I stand by my words. I think he's the best receiver in the game right now. Did you see that game he had last week? Best receiver in the game, eh? Yeah. Mm. I mean, if you want to go by statistics, the next game directly following it technically features a wide receiver with better numbers. And his name is Stephon Diggs. Uh, Stephon Diggs got to stop. He's got to stop complaining a little bit. He gets the ball enough. He always starts complaining about about What about this guy, Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson. I'm I'm saying they're good. You know, you got Jamar Chase. You got. What about this guy, Tyreek Hill? For what it's worth, I think you're both wrong. What do you what do you think then? He's a top five receiver in the league. Devontae Adams is. Okay. But who do you think's the best? Probably Justin Jefferson. Okay. I respect that. I'm on Tyreek. It's still yeah, Megatron. It's, it's, it's a throw up between him, Tyreek, Diggs, Adams, in my mind. Megatron. Megatron. All these years later, it's still Megatron. Living in twenty twelve. Man, I had a good those were fun fantasy teams I had back in the day. Yeah. Good times. But anyway, in this game. Yes. Uh, you were featuring, the Rams earlier featuring in Baker Mafield. I'll tell you right now, I'd rather be the Rams than the Raiders. I'll tell you that. Just I, 
The is Raiders Baker gonna start? Confirmed? Yeah. To my knowledge, he is. Baker starting tonight? To my knowledge. Where'd you get this source? Is he friends with his father or something? I'm friends with his uh with his um report forty three minutes ago. Oh, per NBC per NBC Sports. Baker Mayfield in line to start for Rams if John Oh, if John Walford isn't healthy to play. This is an interesting caveat. Don't you just hate that? It's rough rough spot for you, Nick. Um Me and Baker Mayfield were born on the exact same day. I'm going Raiders though anyway, so I'm gonna go Raiders. I'm going Raiders as well. Sunday, we move along. One PM. Jets at the Bills. This is the Jets' last chance to win the AFC East. They don't win this game. It's going to be tough to go into Buffalo. So I'm going to go with the Bills. I just want to go with the Bills. Um, Here's your thoughts on the Von Miller news? Well, it doesn't help the defense. It's already been banged up a lot this year anyway. So they've done a pretty good job overall of next man up type stuff, but it's tough. It's tough. You know. Now I don't really know if anybody's really available on the free agent market to kind of come in and kind of just plug and play for a few weeks so tough Browns at the Bengals we go from Joe Burrow never losing to the Chiefs to Joe Burrow never beating the Browns this week wow I didn't know yeah. that um that's that just sold me I, I'm going Browns really yeah I, I, I gotta go Browns, I'm on Bengals I think the Browns play pesky ball they play pesky ball but Old Deshaun Watson looked about as good as he did in a courtroom <laughs> against the Texans. <laughs> Certainly not his best performance. <laughs> no, no, no. So, Texans at the Cowboys at 1 p.m. as well. The battle for the Lone Star State. I mean, oh, this is Cowboys, goodness. right? <laughs> it is. I'm picking Cowboys, but man, if the, I could get any Christmas present in this entire world. If I can get a Houston, Texas win at Jerry World, I I, I would be sad. I, I don't need another Christmas present in the next 10 years. Davis <laughs> back under center, Paul. Who See is? That? Davis Mills back under center. What are they doing in Houston? Houston, I mean, we Kyle got Allen's problem. pretty bad. So. <laughs> what are they doing? I mean, Davis uh, Mills is better than Kyle gosh. Allen. Gosh. We, we can all agree on that, right? What? That Davis Mills is better than Kyle Allen. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. Aren't you part of Mills Mafia? I mean, I'm part of the, I am part of the Davis Mills Hive. Mills Mafia. Mills called. Mafia, coming from a Bills fan. <laughs> oh so boy, you're a fan of Davis Mavis Mills, Dills, but, but not Devontae Adams. <laughs> Mills Stills. <laughs> um, Mills Oh, good gosh. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean Cowboys, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'd love for them to lose. Well, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vikings at the Lions. Lions are a two-point favorite. Really? Yeah. Did you make that, 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 I did that not, line? I did not make that line. This is from our friends at um, the Green Book, as we'll call it. We aren't sponsored. Um, I like the Lions losing heartbreaker this week. You can go Vikings. The tough spot here is it's a 1 p.m. Kirk. But he kind of showed a little bit of maybe not being that great last week against the Jets. Kirk doesn't <sighs> show you that he's maybe not that great. Wow. That's 1 p.m. Kirk. 1 p.m. Kirk. I'm going to go Vikings here. But, man, that two points. Even at two points, that's tough. That's tough at two points. Yeah. I'm, so I'd take the Vikings plus two. Jaguars at the Titans. 
This is a little bit of a toss-up game. Did it give you a toss-up game vibes? Yes. I know the spread's four for t- Tennessee, favored by four, but it gives me toss-up vibes. At home, I like the Titans. But it could be close. But I could see. This. I could also see this being a blowout. I think I'll take one of my upsets here. I think I'll go with Jaguars here, in all honesty. Why? The the moxie they've had the past few weeks. Kind of Mo- like what they got. The moxie they had. We just talked about that losing 40-14 to 14 to the Lions. <laughs> now, look, the Lions, this is, you know, it you happens. Can remember, though, is Trevor Lawrence going to start? That's a good point. What's up with Travis Etienne Jr., man? He let me down. He's foot issue. So do, so have I in one league. He He's got done, foot he issue, but crap since James Robinson left. What are you talking about? He had fantastic weeks. He got foot his since he, James Robinson left. He hurt his foot two weeks ago, so they've kind of been reluctant to go to him. But Tennessee does nothing for me anymore. I mean, are they the most lackluster above five hundred team in the league? Like, I don't know. It could be one of our teams. <laughs> You're just like, well, you know, I respect that out of you, Nick. I respect that out of you. Uh, the Eagles. 24 at- for 156, and a score is pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Eagles at the Giants. Um, we've been doing this podcast for a long time now. I don't think once have I ever picked the Eagles or the Cowboys over my Giants. So, G-Men, baby. God, there's nothing I would love more than to say right in this microphone now. The G-Men. But I just can't. I can't. Gotta go Philly. Philly's just... I think they're too good. They, they just... Here's the thing. I said this earlier. By the way, if you don't watch Finger Lakes today, you should. 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday. You can say what you want about the Eagles, okay? And I get it. They've won by like five and four or whatever. Now the wins for the most part have exactly been great in terms of maybe score. But they keep winning. There's a method to the madness. They're good for a reason. Gotta roll with them at this point. You don't back into an 11-1 and record at this point. You just don't. Not in the way the NFL currently is. So, I gotta give credit where credit's due. I got the Eagle. The Eagles are legit. Are they giving you uh, Carolina Panthers uh, Super Bowl Fifty vibes? No, 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 not quite. Mostly because we have that head coach. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Ravens at the Steelers, Pittsburgh. To note, two and a half point favorite. I like it. Mike Tomlin has never finished a season under 500, hmm. and I don't think this is going to be the year. They are coming. I mean, not for a playoff spot, but okay. they are coming for a 500 record. So I like the Steelers without the Lamar Jackson Ravens. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, give me, give me Kenny Pickett and the Muth. Think that will be uh that'll be that'll be an interesting game. And the city's vibing right now. Just won the lottery. We're Pen- gonna get to that Peng- in the MLB Penguin portion. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Late window opens with a lone four oh five kickoff. It's the Chiefs at the Broncos. Collectively on three, everybody. One, two, two three, three, Chiefs. 
Broncos I mean, country, let's ride. Oh my God, Nate, <laughs> you are disgusting. <laughs> so you're telling me, can Patrick Mahomes score ten points in a game? Yes, and he can. So they're gonna win. Because to note, to point that out even further, the Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites. Nine and a half point favorites. What do they think the score is gonna be? Or nine, 20, apparently, 20. according to that book. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what's I going on see, here. I can see 34 to 10 for that game. 425 Buccaneers at the Niners. Um, got who's, Br- who's the quarterback? Brock that? Purdy, Missouri Relevant. Really? Mm-hmm. For the Niners. Did you see Robert Griffin the third? said he'd do it? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I he respect said, it. And I quote, that would make too much sense. What does he mean by that? I'll find the tweet. Hold on. No, no, no. I know what you mean, but what does he mean by the too much sense portion of it? I don't know. I think he was just having fun. Oh, wait. Hold on. Is he talking about Kaepernick? Is that who he's talking about? That would be... I thought he was talking about himself in that tweet. Well, I think it's just the Shanahan connection, right? Right. Oh, yeah. I like the Niners. I'm on Niners as well, by the way. So... Uh. Last of the day games, 425, Panthers at the Seahawks. Um, this one's going to be closer than people think. I'm taking the Fighting Sea Chickens of Seattle. Seattle hasn't really played that great at home this year. Give me the, give me the Panthers. Okay. By a game-winning field. Sunday night football, Dolphins at the Chargers. Dolphins at the Chargers on Sunday night. The Chargers need a big win. What are they, 6-6? Six and six? Uh, Give me the Chargers under the bright lights. Give me the fish. Although it's tough. I don't think they came back east, but back-to-back West Coast games, that's tough. It's tough. Monday night football, Patriots at the Cardinals. Why on earth? Wait a second. How'd they not flex this game out? <laughs> uh... I don't know. Oh, gosh. It's a great game. Talk about another game I won't be watching. Um, yeah, that's terrible. Um, Patriots? I'll go Cardinals. Okay. I don't blame you. That's enough of that. I don't blame you. Ugh. So, that takes care of... They'll wrap up our NFL coverage of the uh, of the day. We'll transition over to college football, where did the committee finally get it right? With the playoff, we have Georgia, we have Michigan, we have TCU, we have Ohio State. I think so. I mean, Alabama does not deserve to be in there. Okay. Um, USC blew their chance. Mm-hmm. And TCU deserves it, you know. Right. Even with the one loss. Uh, you know, it was a heartbreaking loss, too. Right. What's... Um, not here, Rob. What did you make, though, of the, uh, before you jump any further, what did you make of the premeditated campaigning that Saban was doing while the games were still going on on Saturday? Uh, he, you know, it's, he's just, this is, this is not normal to him to not be in the college football playoff. Right. I mean, how many times has he made it? I mean, they've been doing this since. I think this is only the second time. This is only the second time they haven't made it? I think so, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, he's, so he's just. He doesn't know doesn't know what to do with his hands, so <laughs> oh, it's kind of like that. So um, I don't know. It's just they don't deserve it, though. 
Who did they lose to? They lost to. Um, they lost to LSU. Yep. And they lost to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee came down earth towards the end. So that, that's not going to get you in. And these other teams deserved it. Uh, Georgia definitely, obviously. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan. You can say what you want to say about the Big Ten. Uh, they both only had one loss, or Michigan went undefeated, but uh, and TCU only had one loss. Mm-hmm. And it was against Kansas State. You, the only one you can make a case for is Kansas State, or uh, is TCU missing it because of the loss to Kansas State. But they were going to do anything in their power to not have Michigan Ohio State playing in the first round. Yeah, You were never going to have Michigan jump no. Georgia. And I don't know. They just were not going to put them against each other in the first round. So Now, obviously, with that in mind, the bowl games are set and ready to go as well. Yeah, this is my – Now, we won't, do our, we won't do picks right now or anything like that because they don't start until next Friday. But let's take a look at a couple, you know, just in particular, for instance. Uh, I do want to shout out the first bowl game of the year, which is the Homelanders Bahamas Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mahalo. Miami of Ohio versus UAB. So – They'll get things going next Friday. Should be interesting stuff there. Um, scroll down a little bit here. Now, any other time I probably wouldn't highlight this game, but there's an interesting history fact. I'm going to quiz you guys on here really quick with this game. The SRS distribu- Distribution Las Vegas Bowl is Florida against Oregon State. Okay. When was the last time Florida played in the Pacific time zone? 2007. Okay. 2007. Nate? Uh, I'd be purely be guessing, so. Go ahead. Fire it. Just fire it a year. 1984. Nate, you're actually surprisingly close. 1983. Oh, wow. They t- they played USC in the regular season out of the Coliseum and tied. So Florida has not played in the Pacific time zone since then. This is their first time, I believe. It's wild. Wow. Especially given you think about the success that they had in our lifetimes a little bit as well. Kind of nuts. Also, over under of 18 and a half hours of when the first Florida player will get in trouble in Las Vegas. (laughs) Um, As always, must highlight our blessed potato gods, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Eastern Michigan, and San Jose State. (laughs) These names, man. so here, I like the Hawaii Bowl, Christmas well, Eve. That's true, the Christmas Eve tradition. Middle Tennessee and San Diego State. Unfortunately, Hawaii was awful this year. So oh, I got something going on then. Well, 8 p.m. I, love, I like coming home Christmas Eve for my aunt's house and catching the end of it. So it's always a pleasant experience. Um, so we have the Holiday Bowl, which is Oregon and UNC, and I can only imagine the amount of offense that that game will have. Also, um, it's at Petco Park this year. Kind of wild. We have another bowl game in a baseball stadium. Well, we know it's one game first. Uh, yeah, we. I guess we technically do in this recent round of things. Bad boy. Bowlers, pinstripe bowl. Syracuse, Minnesota. So we know where Syracuse is going. Uh, barring any shift in plans, I, I will be there for that game. Looking forward to it. Um so should be interesting there. Um, what are your thoughts? I know I know Syracuse was pretty much pinned head to the the pinstripe bowl. So I mean they are the pinstripe bowl representative. 
I mean, how many times they played in this bowl? Their third time. Third time they played Notre Dame that one year. Yep. <laughs> oh, man, the pinstripe bowl. Really, I would have guessed like five or six times they played in this. But, uh, <laughs> um, haven't really caught a Minnesota game this year. Um, mm. I'm going to assume they're They run the ball out. They got a really good running back in Ibrahim. Uh, Ibrahim Moises? No, that's his last name. Uh, don't know if he'll play, though, because he, he he's projected in the NFL draft if he goes. So, not sure if he'll play. He might hold out. Hmm. Or back out, rather. Um, no- Notre Dame in the Gator Bowl against South Carolina should be a really good one as well. How are you feeling for that matchup preliminary early on here? I mean, they, this game is out for another two, actually really three weeks. Is the South Carolina quarterback playing? Yep, he should be. That's what I always worry about in these bowl games. That isn't the playoff. It's like, who's even going to be playing? Is Sean Tucker playing? As far as I know. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's nice. You know, you get to play it. It used to be a PCS Bowl, right? The Gator Bowl, back in the way back in the day, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, not really shooting for Gator Bowls, but <laughs> really shooting for playoffs. So two years when that twelve-man playoff comes, mm-hmm. that's when I will become a, a big-time college football fan. When they have the yeah. last four, last four in, last it, four out, and um, of the. New Year's collectively now six that occur. I do like that the college football playoff is on New Year's Eve. Yeah. It should be on New Year's Eve every year. So obviously Fiesta Bowl is Georgia and uh Ohio State. The uh what is it? Peach Bowl. I had a mind blank there for a hot second. Peach Bowl is uh TCU and Michigan. Those are obviously there as well but the other new year six sugar bowl is alabama kansas state the cotton bowl is usc and tulane fight on my green wave brethren and then the rose bowl utah and penn state the utah penn state game is like one of those old school matchups i'm really looking forward to that and the granddaddy of them all so yeah second year in a row utah's playing the rose bowl so so before we get out here too uh with the ncaa stuff who do do you think's gonna get the heisman Forgot about that. Uh, probably the Tennessee kids still have a shot. So the final the, the final four is Max Duggan from TCU, Caleb Williams from USC, CJ Stroud from Ohio State, and why on earth he's here, I don't know, but Stetson Bennett from Georgia. Uh, Personally, I'd give it to Max Duggan, but I don't make the rules. Maybe CJ Stroud. Oh, Gosh, you're brutal. <laughs> Yeesh. If he wins a national title, uh, is it before, though? No, Heisman gets announced this weekend. Isn't Caleb Williams pretty much a slam dunk to win it? Um, From what I've seen. Yeah, but there's a lot of Max Duggan, Max Duggan hopes, hopeful out there, so who knows. Um, let's transition over to the MLB and the hot stove. There's a lot of money being spent. <laughs> So, Aaron Judge obviously recently has highlighted the the signings, re-signing with the Yankees, nine-year deal, average deal, average year, uh, salary of forty million, three hundred sixty million. But 
you know, kind of before that, right? Degrom and Verlander. Uh, Degrom heads to Texas. Verlander comes north to the Mets. Um, I do want to. I do want to highlight. You know, your Pirates got in on the action a little bit with Carlos Santana. You know, they were in on Kyle Gibson as well before he signed with Baltimore. So, but we got Vince Velasquez. Mm-hmm. Yes, it'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> so it, it it's been a really kind of active hot so I didn't expect anything really before the winter meetings or I guess really even in the winter meetings but it's happened this is kind of like one of the earlier really hot stoves that we've had really probably pre-pandemic in all honesty yeah um a couple other I guess Josh Bell Simon Cleveland that got that ended up going under the radar past couple days Josh Bell to Cleveland they're going forward a little bit here. Red Sox have made some moves. Canley Jansen yesterday, uh, Chris Martin the day before, Yoli Rodriguez last week. But they go out and they get Yoshida from Japan overnight. <coughs> Excuse me, kind of in a way. But the the I guess the main downside of that is they lowballed Xander Bogarts, and now he signs an 11-year deal with San Diego in the overnight hours as well. I saw that like last night. So it's been – it's been a busy, busy hot stove. I'm just gotta say, I'm yeah. surprised Aaron Judge went back to the Yankees. Yeah, I was surprised as well. Surprised as well. I, really... I was convinced he was going to uh, to San Fran. But maybe you know, with the steroids in his system, still. Jesus. Um, <laughs> maybe he wants to break some records. He I knows... think I'd rather have a guy do steroids than my best reliever be a child porn addict. Uh yeah, Felipe Vasquez. <laughs> he also changed his name to honor his sister who was still alive. <laughs> That's really all I can say about that. Um, <laughs> what a weirdo. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, he still got the steroids in his system. Um, he knows he can't hit home runs in San Francisco, so let's stick with you know the little league field, that Yankee Stadium, and uh, let's try to beat uh, Roof and uh, Aaron and Bonds' records. So. Hey, got a question for you. Yep. Speaking of old league ballparks, I have to get off topic. Can you name the top five home runs, shortest home runs, where they have been? I bet you one's probably Red Sox. Actually, all five are Red Sox. Mm-hmm. So take that with your old league ballpark. But the Red Sox, they don't take steroids. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I'm just kidding. I'm trying to get in his head. David Ortiz <laughs> says hello. Uh, you know, I'm just surprised he went back after, you know, they booed him in the playoffs yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, good for them. Um, they really need pitching, but uh, it's good mm-hmm. that they uh, got well, their Car- hitters back. Well, Carlos Rodon, right, is now the biggest name, at least on the MLB side of the market. Um, I know both New York teams are kind of in on him. Boston Boston might take a run at him. They're kind of in the same boat as the Mets, depending upon do we go all in for Rodon, do we go all in for Senga, who obviously is now the – well, he still was really up until yesterday with Yoshida, the top prize coming over from from the Pacific League in Japan. Um, it Kind of wild. I mean, Phillies have been active. We haven't even mentioned them yet. Trey Turner, Tama Walker. Uh, they get a guy in Matt Strom who was a pretty underrated reliever, to be honest. Uh, but just absolute 
nuts all around. I mean, the Phillies clearly are showing that they're not afraid to spend money at this point. Um, are you surprised, by the way, that the LA teams have been kind of quiet? Both of them have been kind of quiet. Because going into this offseason, the hype was the Angels were going to spend, the Dodgers were going to spend, and both of them really have only had two, I guess, deals kind of come about. Kershaw resigning with the Dodgers. Shelby Miller comes down from San Francisco to the Dodgers as a free agent signing. For the Angels, they get Carlos Estevez from Colorado, very good pitcher. And they take, they effectively, Tyler Anderson declines the qualifying hour from the Dodgers and just goes right down I-5 to Orange County and signs with the Angels. Mm-hmm. And that's really the only two th- things that either team has done. Well, the Angels, they still have that mindset that they're going to win with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. And uh hasn't worked. They need pitching. And um, Tyler Anderson, former Pirate for a half year, um, that's not gonna win. That's not gonna win you ball games. Yankee legend, Tyler Anderson. That's not. He's 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 all right. <laughs> he's 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 done well. Kind of reminds me a little bit of a J Hap. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna win them games. The Angels are still gonna be pitiful next year. Um, Mike Trout can never stay healthy for a whole season. Mm-hmm. Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani. We don't know what position he plays. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's not gonna work there. The Dodgers are fine. They're still loaded. Um, definitely a little concerning that they haven't done as much as like the Phillies and them. Have it's done. weird. It's yeah. Even uh, the Mets, you know, they lost to Grom, but they go out and, and get Verlander. <clears throat> excuse me. Into that end, they've also said, you know, outside of Rodon, really the other big names still left is Carlos Correa. They've already said they're not going to sign Carlos Correa. Who said that? Dodgers. Yeah, the Dodgers literally came out yesterday. Their GM said because our fans would not want it, we're just not even going to bother pursuing it. Mm-hmm. Which That's to me probably is, the biggest which reason, to me man. is kind of crazy to be honest but i mean whatever but yeah i mean uh, where do you see korea kind of signing at this point because bogarts has signed um turner signed really only person left i guess in competition with him is nancy swanson and we haven't heard much on him uh, i'm guessing he's probably just kind of waiting to see how everything kind of plays out even though that could become a little bit of a detriment because he probably was the fourth out of the four of them anyway, in a way. And, man, he's probably leaving some money on the table if he hasn't gone somewhere yet, I'd imagine. Maybe we'll go back to the Diamondbacks. That's true. Team who originally drafted him. But. Um, Correa, yeah. I mean, that's a big concern because he is a very known mm. cheater. Very not, He's not very well liked around the league because Damn. of that. Um definitely a concern i can see why the dodgers are not going to sign him because of that you know they took a world series from him mm. so you know people don't forget those type of things so right. so it's just i can see why he has not signed yet he's definitely not going back to minnesota i think that was just like a, a stop to prove himself that he can still play in this league kind of thing <laughs> Stop! Stop over to play. Prove it. He's deal. not going back to Minnesota. I could, I could tell you that right now, but I don't know where he's gonna go. Right. All right. Before we head out here, well, uh, I need to say something about oh, the lottery. Go. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Go ahead. Forgot about that. Uh, my Pirates won the the inaugural draft lottery, which is rigged, by the way. Um, <laughs> they're all rigged. If you haven't, you haven't figured that out yet. They are all rigged. Uh, the NBA lottery is definitely rigged. There's no way the Lakers move up every single year and then to. 
to get all these these prospects and then trade them for Anthony Davis to a guy who's friends with LeBron James. So that's rigged. The NHL lottery is also rigged. The year the Devils and the Rangers, some of the bigger markets, moving up to the top of the draft. And now the MLB draft lottery is also rigged because Rob Manfred, your buddy, Rob Man Manfred, uh, is buddies with all the owners around the league, especially owners that do not spend money like the Pirates. And they think letting us win the lottery, which I'm all right with, they think letting us win the lottery is going to keep the fans happy, and that's just not going to work. So it's definitely rigged, especially it just came out that Brian Reynolds wants out. Hmm. You know, it's just – it's rigged. They gave it to the Pirates to keep the fans happy, even though the fans are not stupid. <laughs> so just want to say that all draft lotteries are rigged. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let's um, – before, before we – before we <laughs> well <laughs> – I mean, we know what, what one was for sure rigged in the 80s. Uh, let's, um, before we get out here, do need to discuss Mass Singer here quick. Uh, season 8 wraps up. Um, interesting season. Uh, if you haven't watched yet, that's on you. I'm not doing a spoiler alert. The Harp wins. Amber Riley. Runner-up was Wilson Phillips as the Lambs. Third place was Nikki Glazer as Snowstorm. She did really she great. pretty good. Yeah. So, so, what did you make, I guess, of the season as a whole? Because... Like, we, we've been asking for change with the show for the past few seasons. They finally do make a change, and I think it was in the right direction. I just don't think, and it's something that we kind of talked about, uh, not on the podcast, but it's one that we agree we probably wouldn't have done where they kind of did this weird group thing. And then, for example, you know, Amber Riley as a harp, she was in round one of this, and she was off for not on the show pretty much for really borderline month and a half, two months almost until we saw her again. Yeah. I didn't really care for the format. Yeah. I think it's just way too many people. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked, I did like the concept of it. I think there's something to be had there because like, like I said, we've been asking for some sort of change. The past few seasons have not been really what we were kind of expecting out of it. The way they kind of started. Right. They tried messing around with these weird like head to heads and stuff like that, and the this like last season they did like that team thing that didn't make any sense either. The because, team was stupid. Yeah, that was the worst. I and ever had. I think they tried to go back to some sort of combo of what they had originally to what they were doing in between the originality and last season. And I really do like the concept of it. It's just that I don't think, like I said, I would have it where you have really that first group. Um, and in that first group, you know, it's you had uh, William Shatner as the knight, Eric Idle as the hedgehog, um, and the hummingbird as Chris Kirkpatrick. I like you had them out for so long, right? And then they kind of you, you know how they do like that wrap up thing. They came back a little bit, but like if it wasn't for the fact that like they show that these guys are afterthoughts. I mean, the harp was borderline afterthought to me until the finale, really, to be honest. Yeah. And I just I don't think having that is the best way to kind of go about it. And I just I think we need more singers. As much as I like to see the actors and mm -hmm. the athletes on it. Well, it, it that's another thing I want to bring up. You can continue your thought. But uh, yeah, it's honestly the the singing was pretty bad this year. Yeah. Because they're not singers. <laughs> well, the wild part about that too is I'm gonna run down. I'll, I'm gonna run through the list of actual like singers here. 
that were eliminated well before the final. So obviously Chris Kirkpatrick mentioned him right, and he was in in sync. Montel Jordan was eliminated the second he was weekend, good. right? Gone too early. Yes. Uh, Gloria Gaynor, one of the queens of not only R and B but disco format. and that. Right. She was gone early. Um, Kat Graham, Joey Lawrence, gone early. Uh, George Clinton, gone not quite as early, but you know early for how like he Chris was in. Right, and and the fact the you had people like Jericho go for a while, um, the the way Bell. yeah, Le'Veon Bell, but he was out first first day pretty square away, but. You know, like, and Corolla, he was in there. You mentioned Jericho. And I don't think either one of us are exactly bashing, right? Uh, these people are coming out. I mean, like, Nikki Glaser came out and was phenomenal, I thought. I did not think it was her. No, I didn't because either. Of the voice. Man, she can sing, though. Yeah. So, I, it, it's just one of those things where I think, again, we kind of talk about how they kind of need to reassess it a little bit because. We were, I think we were, in all honesty, upset the first few seasons there were there were singers kind of like winning it and stuff like that. And I guess to be fair, right, Amber Riley does have records and songs out, yeah. so you know she kind of she falls in that category, win. right? But like, they need to find that balance of people where the voice isn't like Jericho's, where it's like, what the hell is going on here? But maybe not quite all singers like they had. I mean, like I think I want to say it was like the fourth season was like nothing but singers. Yeah, it seemed like. So there's a happy medium to be had. I think they need to kind of revert back to that a little bit. Um, Maybe I do agree with you there. Maybe a couple less characters in all honesty and tidy up the rounds a little bit. Like maybe do say, if you're going to do like this group format, which I kind of like where, you know, you're kind of just eliminating them out and limiting them out, limiting them out in that way. You know, maybe have like week one be like week one group one, then week two be yeah, group, group two covers week two. Don't and so do on the so whole forth. group for three weeks and right. then don't see them for like nine weeks. Right. Yeah. Have it be like a cyclical thing where group one goes every third week, group yeah. two goes every third week, group three goes every third week. So that way, I, I like think a, I it, think they stay on the brain. And if it's like a problem of like you can't get them back for that, mm-hmm. just like edit it that way. Like right. have them all do it. Like you know, like film it. All together, and I mean they then... do that anyway too. I mean it's not. I don't think it's that hard to kind of tell when they're in that same moment, if you know what I mean. I think this year was a little bit different. I mean Ken Jong had to sit out an episode. He tested positive for COVID. He did. He, so he was out an episode, but um, that's really the first time any of the judges have had to actually have been out of of, I guess judging. <laughs> but um, or Nick Hannon, right, right, anything. right, but. And, but that was a little bit different, I guess, in that sense. Either way, nine coming up. Yeah, uh, I know they're good through season ten, I believe. Last I knew on the contract side of things. Um, well, the thing about it, it's a it's a very good family right. show. And I'm guessing the usual the way they usually do this, right? Once in the spring, once in the fall. Uh, so I'm guessing I haven't seen anything. I'd guess though about Super Bowl ish time is when we'll see Mass Singer pop up again for for season nine. No Tom Brady. No Tom Brady. Everybody have. thought that we'd have Brady this time around, but the only, actually, to be fair, the only, well, no, we had a few different athletes, but the only football player was was Le'Veon Bell. So, and I didn't think he was actually that bad. You know, no. definitely, definitely, maybe not advanced to finals, good, but 
kind of caught me off guard that he was one of the first people out in that second group. So Yeah, he did all right. All right. So that'll take care of Fresh Takes for today. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, Nick, who are you shouting out today? Uh, it was our good friend Sam Shields' birthday on I'm Tuesday. Sure. Happy birthday to Sam. Uh, happy birthday, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to sneak into the fantasy football playoffs this week uh, <laughs> over Kurt. So, yeah, shout out, Sam. I do. I have a shout out myself, by the way. Really? Need a shout out, family friend, good friend, Tommy Melton. Uh, hooked me up with a nice little gift, signed Bubba Hero card and stuff like that. So, Tommy, appreciate it. Uh, he's a fellow Bolts fan. He lives down in Tampa. Actually works the games every now and then. As an usher at Emily Arena. So uh, hopefully our boys can kind of get the defense figured out a little bit. But uh, either way. Nate, appreciate you as always behind the scenes. He's giving the thumbs up for oh, those up. at I home. I thought he fell asleep over there. Yeah. <laughs> every now and then when he gets quiet like that, you never know. But, uh, oh, by the way, forgot to mention. Nate. You can make your voice known on this a little bit. We'll be back inside a gymnasium tomorrow night. Nice. Yeah, the return. So, Penyan at Waterloo, boys. Looking forward to that, 730. Um, Nick, are you anywhere this weekend? Yeah, where are you at? Do you know? Or? Uh, Hobart Hockey. Nice. Number one team in the nation. Yeah, number one team in Undefeated, the nation. never lost. On Saturday. Mark Taylor does a great job with that program. Who they got? Who they got, Saturday? Uh... Trinity? 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 Never heard of it. We will be at the Geneva boys basketball game. Was it Wayne? Wayne Geneva mm. tomorrow? I will not be there, but. Pete? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. Waterloo, you know, one and one. Almost right. beat Candidate, what was it, last night? Two nights ago. Two yeah. nights ago. Yeah. yeah, Trinity, you're correct. So. All right. Saturday, 4 yeah. p.m. Looking forward to all that stuff this weekend. At the cooler. At the cooler. It's an interesting name. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's cool in there. hey, if you're if you're by Santa Falls or near Santa Falls or in Santa Falls, enjoy this weekend. Wonderful life weekend. Uh, good luck to those who are Ball in. Is running. I am he's, not running the five k. I'm not. Year. I'm not running in the five k. But I will be out with a camera for us here at FL One. So if you see me, get excited. Give us you know some some. I'm a, I'm a little worried that you're going to trip me though. I will trip with a camera. I didn't trip last year. You need you. No, no. If, trip me. I'm saying. Oh, oh. I'm not going to trip you, Nate. You, you do that on your own, probably. Nah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Nate, appreciate it always behind the scenes over there. Uh, Fresh takes can catch us anytime on Fingers One, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, be live again next week. Predict some bowl games. Predict some football games. Anything else that may happen in between. Until then, have a fantastic weekend, everybody.